You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. To God be the glory. Let's stand together, please. Page number 23 in your songbook. Let's lift it up together. On the first, lift it up together now. This morning, lift it up on the 
beautiful singing this morning, and we welcome you to North Valley Baptist Church, and so grateful to have so many guests here today, and we welcome our online family, and uh, looking forward to the Lord doing some great things in this service, and then this day, and then of course college days begins, and we have some early bird guests here as well, and we welcome you from all across the country, and even Cambodia, and so we're looking forward to a great time together with you, and uh, this is the last Sunday, the month of March, but it's the first Sunday for spring. And so we're grateful for the sun shining today. And it's still cool outside, but I'm thankful that the singing and the preaching is hot and warm on the inside. And we're going to have a great service together. Let's pray and commit our time to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, how thankful we are to be in your church. And God, we give you the glory for what you have done. We are asking you, Lord, to take control of this service. Lord, we desire for you to manifest your presence upon us today. And God, I pray that all that takes place would honor and magnify the name of Jesus. Edify your church, God, your people. And I pray that we would open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of thy law. Anoint our pastors. He delivers your word to our hearts today. We pray, Father, that you draw the lost to salvation. May we leave here knowing we've been in your presence. For we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing.
Oh, thank God for the old hymn of the faith. 478, great job, choir. Thank you so much. Canaan land is just inside. Good job, Brother Romero and the choir. 478, as the choir joins us, sing the first together now.
all trimmed and burning for the bridegroom watch and wait he'll be with us in that meeting just inside the eastern gate where I will meet you I will meet you just in days the Lord's going to come back, going to have a lot of crowns on his head, riding on a white horse. We're going to be with him. He'll overthrow the armies of the Antichrist, walk through the eastern gate, sit himself down on the throne of David in Jerusalem and rule and reign for a thousand years. And I like that. It's going to happen. But even right now as we sit here, he is on the throne. And that's where he's always been and that's where he'll ever be. I'm glad he's high and lifted up. Oh, we still have the ring. It's probably a mood ring now. Your wife is probably mad at you if you did not pick this thing up. How much do you think that's worth? Anyway, $500. Who wants the ring? The ushers, if, you want, if you'll come, please, at this time. Do we need to raise money right now for anything? It says Cracker Jack right there on it. If you, if you need a bulletin, if you'll raise your hand, we'll make sure that you get one. Just lift it up and let the ushers see that. Thank you so much for being in church today. We're praying that God will speak to your heart. And here's the good news. God wants to speak to your heart. And if we'll just tune out everything else and tune into heaven, God has a word for you today. Whatever the need is, I'm glad that he can meet it. Let's go over these announcements here quickly, just the events of the day as the ushers are passing out the bulletins. We do have our regular events coming up this afternoon, 4.40 p.m. We have orchestra practice, and so if you're in the orchestra, please make sure that you're at the practice, and you can hear it today in the choir special, and the congregation will sing how important it is that everybody is in their place for practice. That's how we get the sound that we get on Sundays and in these services. It's very important. At 5.05 p.m., we have choir practice, and the same thing. If you're in the choir, please come and be a part of practice at 5.05 p.m. 5.15 p.m. is Sunday Evening School of the Bible, and Sunday Evening School of the Bible meets on the second floor of the in the executive dining hall. Just go up the steps. It'll be on your left there. And this evening, uh, Pastor John Evertson will be teaching, and you can see the topic there, the heresy of cults about Jesus Christ. So you'll want to come, and that'll be important information for the days that we live in. So don't miss that. If you've never been, you can start tonight. It's fine. You can come and be in on that class. Uh, then at 6 p.m. is very important, our Sunday evening service. And Sunday morning's great. Sunday evening is great. God is is good both times you'll want to come be a part of that we don't cut it back or or cut it short or water it down it's a full service on Sunday night and uh, God stirs our hearts and everybody who's not in the building on Sunday morning because they're working into the ministries most of them are here and so it's a great time around the Word of God 6 p.m. this evening Pastor Everson why don't you come now I know we have guests here for college days I think you're hosting a meal at your home as well why don't you tell us about that all right, we are excited about the delegates who've come in, early birds, for college days the next few days. And my wife and I are hosting 
uh, each of you for lunch if you don't have plans. And so come see myself or my wife right over here, and we'll give you directions. I'm sure many of the staff could do that as well. We have many guests from across our country, and then, of course, our alumni and missionaries, the Vong, uh, Brother Sarong Vong, is here with his boys, and I'm looking for you, Brother Vong. Where are you at? Would you stand, please? And and remain standing. Right back over here, there you are. His son Titus turns 18 tomorrow. Remain standing. And I'd like to go through and introduce our guests uh, that are with us. I saw Pastor Corner right down here. And uh, would you stand please as well? And I believe you have your daughter Chloe here somewhere. Chloe, wherever you're at, if you don't mind standing, I think she's in here somewhere. And so I'm looking around right up over here. All right, I think we have a few more uh, delegates here as well, maybe seated up there. Harold Gibson is here from North Dakota, seated with my family. Harold, if you'd stand please as well. And then I know we have two groups at least from Colorado, and one is from Colorado Springs, and I think you're seated over here somewhere. If you don't mind standing, I thought I saw a group from Colorado Springs, and then there's another group um, from Wrangley, Colorado, and I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, and I don't know where you're seated in here, but if you're from Wrangley, Colorado, would you please stand? And I'm looking around right up over here. All right, wonderful. Grateful to have you with us as well. And then the Higginson family from Illinois, they're right over here, and we're, we're grateful to have you with us. And then Brother Abraham, the Abraham family uh, are here from Tennessee. Brother Abraham, you're seated over here and uh, related to the Jacobs and remain standing. We'll welcome you all in just a minute. And then Emma Freeman has her mother and, and her sister here and uh, from uh, Virginia, if you'll stand please as well. And we're glad to have you here. And then the Bunker family from Pasco, and I saw you right over here. Grateful to have you with us as well. And then uh, we have the McCandless family from Oregon, Pastor McCandless, and I saw you in here. And uh, your uh, daughter there, Joanna, we're grateful to have you with us this morning. And then if there's anyone else, and for some reason I, I missed you, would you please stand? Anyone else that I missed that are here for college days? Right over here. Okay, wonderful. And here, wow, look at this. Uh, we do have many from Wildemar, and I apologize. I, mean, I know we have the Lynn family as well. I must have skipped over you, and I apologize. Let's give all of our guests a big round of applause and thank them for being with us. We are so honored to have each and every one of you with us. And looking forward to a, a wonderful few days with you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our guests. For our church family, this coming Friday begins the really the big push before Easter as we begin our 100,000-door campaign. And we seek to pass out 100,000 tracts in a span of seven days. And so, Brother Cooper, your 400 tracts that you passed out yesterday does not count for Easter, okay? So it begins this coming Friday. And really begins on Saturday, April 1st at our Faithfulness Rally. And so if you can be a part of that. And so we're, we're really having a great time and a great push for that. Uh, the 100,000 door campaign, we've done it throughout our church history many, many times before. And I have very, very fond memories of the 100,000 door campaign as yeah. growing up as a child, mainly because they told me that I was allowed to wear tennis shoes to pass out tracks. And I thought yeah. that was the coolest thing. And so if anybody, if that's a selling point for you, you are allowed to wear tennis shoes uh, during the 100,000 door campaign. And that'll be great. And so if you're looking for an area to pass out tracks, we have it all divided up. Brother Poussin has really helped us with that. Talk to your Sunday school teacher, your bus captain, or the park leader in charge of that, in charge of one of the areas, and they'll get you set up. If you still don't have an area, come out and help bus route number five this coming Saturday. We could use your help. We have a whole uh, bunch of tracks that are ready to pass out an allotment that our bus has been given, so we're looking forward to that. Realistically, if we had a 1,000 people hand out just 100 tracks, yep. 
And that really maybe would take you 45 minutes, maybe an hour. And if we had 1,000 people, we'd be done just so, so quickly. And I know many people will hand out many, many more times than that, but we're looking forward to that. So make sure that you find an area of service. You have there as well, number seven, all of the other things that you can do to help out during Easter is that's only two weeks away from today. And so please make plans and plan for that. Thank you. I want to welcome each and every one of you to church, those of you from local area here and, and other places, and it's a joy to have you, Brother Havens. We're glad you're here as a businessman, and Brother Kim, you have a gentleman from Korea with us today. Uh, I call him Jack, but that's a good name for him, and all of you in God's house, it's wonderful. I look forward to the service tonight. When the Gospel of Mark tonight, I hope you'll pray for the service. You know, it's a wonderful thing being saved a long journey, my wife and I. But let me just tell you this, I'm preaching more to myself these days than ever before. And I believe if I need it, I think you need it. You know, it's an amazing thing. Uh, I'll just sort of breeze through it, my message this morning, one point. But um, I was down here listening to Brother Cooper preach on Wednesday night, and I was sitting next to my wife, and it seemed like God had been really dealing with my heart about just cleansing my heart. And I want to always be right with them. I try to be. But uh, I heard that song in my car that day, cleanse me, search me, oh God. Then you prayed that or you said it. Tonight, tonight you need to come to the invitation simply for cleansing. And I'd already been kneeling here. And then I heard it another few times. Uh, God, wants, God, God wants to speak to you today. God wants to speak to me today. And I hope that you realize that God's here don't let them be on the outside of your heart door knocking to get in. But we're just so thankful for you, every single one of you. Six o'clock tonight, I want to say congratulations, Brother Chris Kissel. Is that you over there, Brother Kissel? Please stand, if you will. Many of you in our church, and I'll let you be seated. Many of you in our church, this is your 40th anniversary, Mary and Brother Manna, and just a lot of you this year. But today, 40 years ago, he rode the bus. Yeah. He got saved. The bus ministry works. We had the bus down the, on, the, on the radio this past Friday. It was just overwhelming. I'm a preacher of the gospel, but the church reached me. We had Pastor Corner here stand from Pennsylvania. His wife was a bus kid here. Oh, my goodness. Would it be almost 40 years ago, I think, and Dana in the orchestra on the buses and just so many. The bus ministry works. And I want you to pray about it, and I know many of you are watching today, but all the ministries that were harmed or hurt, it seemed like, during COVID are bouncing back. Our choirs bounced back, and the orchestras bounced back, and soul winning has bounced back, and the schools are bouncing back, and it's just an amazing thing to see. Rest homes are finally opening up. I think we have 17, and they're opening up again. And across the nation, the buses are just going slow. And you dear bus captains across America, that you were bringing 40, now you're bringing seven. Don't be weary in it. It's going to come back. And God blesses the bus ministry. And I thank God for you, Brother Kissel. He's vice chairman of our deacons. He's been my insurance man for about 25 years. And I'm just so very grateful for all of you being here. I have sad news about Pastor Cavanis today, our pastor up in Roseburg. He was 61 years of age and passed away on Friday suddenly with a heart attack. And uh, he preached Wednesday night. 
he and his wife fished together. They like fishing on Thursday. And uh, he looked at her, and here's his last words. He looked at his wife and said, I'll love you forever. And then closed his eyes and passed away. Just suddenly like that. And such a good man. His son, Kyle's a pastor. He's a graduate of Golden State. His daughter's a graduate. They're Nepal's missionaries. He's got another son on his way to the mission field next month. So you pray for that family these days and for that church that God will give them great wisdom. I need to get to the message, but Brother Martinez, I see page 430, what is that, 433. Could you sing that, precious Lord? We'll get ready for the offering, and the ushers are coming with a visitor, visitor brochure. If you would be willing to fill it out and place it in the offering plate, just the, the perforated place, you could do that. And today's the last Sunday for the President's Club. We're at 100, and another one told me a class today. Sign us up. 136 in the last week. People that will support $100 a month are a one-time gift for $1,200. And ushers, once you are done with that, will you come back with the offer to, with the uh, President's Club? And I'd like you to get one today and fill it out, place it in the offering plate. You'll never be contacted if you do a one-time gift or twice a year, whatever you want to do. Raise your hand. Let's sing it together. 433 before the offering today. Lift it up as we sing the first verse together now.
And we're going to take up the offering at this time, ushers, if you'll come. What a good truth that is. If you'll just take his hand, you know, he's reaching it out to you. He'll lead you along if you'll let him. And you know what? He's passed this way before. He knows where the sure footing is, and he won't slip or fail. Just let him grab hold of you. You grab hold of him and let him lead you on, whatever it is. Let's pray for the offering this morning. Please give as God has laid upon your heart. God always meets the need. We know that. But God meets the need through people like you and I. God gives to us, and we give back to God. And really, it's God's anyway. And let's ask God to give us a good offering today to help sustain the ministry and also to propel us forward so that more souls could be saved. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for the privilege we have to be in church today and for being so good to us this week. God, you've met our every need. And not just our needs, you've provided for all of our wants, really. I pray that we'd worship you now in this offering. And God, I pray that we'd be cheerful givers. I pray that you would give uh, an offering today that would be even far above what we would even expect. And Luke, believe you can do that. Thank you for your faithfulness to us. May we be faithful to you now in Jesus' name. Amen.
if you took my voice lessons. Wow, that is great. That is, wow. One day I'm going to be able to sing like that. I'll tell you what, I'm having a concert in heaven, I think, one day. I'd love to sing like that. That is good singing. Glad to, uh, Brother Patterson, I'm glad you're here sitting next to Emily there. And then uh, Penny Jackson, I saw you back home here. We're glad you're here. I hope to get you to meet you at the door. Take your Bible, please, the book of Nehemiah. Uh, I'm half here today. My better half is home, uh, Miss Treber. And I want to just tell you about that. She, uh, she was riding her e-bike with her grandkids on Thursday, they came up to visit with us, and she um, said, you know what, TJ, I've never had a broken bone in my body. Well, 20 minutes later, she had three, and she had an accident, and her, uh, she's in a cast, her heel, uh, her uh, ankle is broken in three places, on both sides and at the top. So she's, at Reagan's staying with her this morning. I'll, I want to meet you at the door, but then I'm going to go home. And I'll be here for college days, but uh, she needs a babysitter. That woman is the most independent, submissive lady I've ever met in my life. She is very, she's such a good patient. But oh, I've got to watch her. She thinks she can get out of bed and just move it. We started with crutches, that didn't work. And then we went to a walker, and that was okay. She's got a scooter now, and she thinks she can do the speed limit. She's <laughs> jumping ramps and all that business, but uh, you pray for her. She's got big surgery coming up on, that swelling has to go down, so on Wednesday she'll be in surgery, and, uh, and uh, I'm planning on, on uh, doing my best to take care. She's taken care of me for 50 years of marriage, and uh, she's the greatest person in all the world, so... I'll be working. I've already checked with Brother Van Dyke. He's our chairman, and I can work from home a lot. I can still get a lot of work done, and these poor guys, they're going to get emails. I don't even know how to do emails, but I'll be in and out a lot this week. Please let me care for her, and I know you will. We're in Nehemiah, but I want to just read the four verses and then leave Nehemiah for a little bit, and we'll come back to it. Within about two or three hours, we should be back to this point right here. But notice what it says in Nehemiah, the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. And it came to pass in the month of Cheslu, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, Shushan the palace. You recall what he was. He was a cupbearer. He had been, he's a prisoner of war, but really the war is over, but he's still there. The uh, king did not let him go back. And he is sampling the king's food. And in sampling, and if he doesn't die, then the king can eat it. A close relationship developed between that king of a foreign power and Nehemiah. And Hananiah, one of my brethren, came. He and certain men of Judah. I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left in captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And he said unto me, The remnant that are left in captivity there in the province of great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem was broken down. And the gates thereof burned with fire. And it came to pass when I heard these words. One, I sat down. Two, wept. Three, I mourned. Four, I fasted and prayed. 
We'll get this text in a little bit, and I'll ask you to turn with me to a few things I want you to see. What is it in your life today, in my life? What is it in our lives that we need to conquer today? What is it? As I say that, every single person here has something. What is it that needs to be conquered? You can run through the alphabet, anger, anxiety, bitterness, brokenness. You cannot live from a a life of total brokenness. Uh, You know, things that happen in our lives, there'll always be a wound and always be a sorrow, but somewhere along the time, I'm not asking you to stop, you you lose a loved one and I'm saying, okay, two days, get over the grief. No, no. Years ago, someone said that, we gotta go on. I said, no, you've got to grieve. There's nothing wrong with grieving, ladies and gentlemen. You wonder, will the sun ever shine again? Now, I'm not the one to tell you to hasten through this. Get over it. Get over it. No, no, that's, that's down a path that, that I don't know as well as maybe many of you in this room. But there will come a day. And in that time while you're waiting through that grieving process, keep, keep doing what God wants you to do. Is it deceit? And you can go through the alphabet. Is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it gossip? Is it hatred? Is it ill will? When you have ill will against relatives and family and other people in life, you got to get over that. You can take care of that at the altar. The grieving process, I don't understand all that. That takes time. But gossip, that could stop right now today. Ill will can stop today. Jealousy can stop today. I'm talking about today. Uh, maybe it's negativity. It can stop today. Uh, money hungry, it can stop today. God said it's more blessed to give than to receive. What is it that needs to be conquered? Is it self? If it's self, is it selfishness? Is it social media? We're, we're told that, that habits can be developed quickly. To develop a habit can take anywhere from 64, you do the habit is the same thing, day after day, 64 days to 260 some days. So if you don't read your Bible, get in the habit. For the next 64 days to 260 some days, just get up every morning and read your Bible. Or every night or every afternoon or every lunch hour, whatever, but read your Bible every day. You say, I don't have a prayer life. Then for the next 64 to 260 some days, just pray every day. Men ought always to pray. Uh, You know, the average Christian doesn't pray. We have become atheists when it comes to prayer. The average Christian, we're told, I think it's 90%, never pass a gospel track. I tell you, the joy, I've been here 47 years, the joy of passing gospel tracts, I always, it happens every week, it happens if I'm out any length of time, I always have someone say, I rode the bus. My wife's doctor came in and, and we talked and I saw his name was, uh, was uh, Thomas and I said, that's an unusual name for an Indian. And he said, I'm from a region in, in India where many people know God as their Savior. So our names are Moses and Abraham and Joseph. And you folks from India can tell me where that might be. And I said, you know what? I'm a Baptist preacher. That's a joy to my heart because my dad's a Baptist preacher. 
Well, you know that brother, that Carl, that brought a real, that, brother Patrick, that kind of got real, real calm in my heart right off the bat. The next nurse comes in, I gave her a gospel track. She goes, I rode the bus. Happens all the time, all the time. You know, that brings such a peace in my heart because I know that if I keep passing tracks every day, every day of my life, I'll hear someone say, I rode the bus. One point, almost six million riders now, 47 years. They say, well, where are they all? As I said on the broadcast on Friday, some are in jail, some are in prisons. Brother Manuel, when he was a young boy, uh, 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 was in, in Juvia Hall down here, and now he's a chaplain in Juvia Hall, and he'll sit there, he'll, he'll preach to those kids and say, I, I lived here too. This was where I lived as a teenager. It's a godly deacon in this church and a great soul winner. And you know, when he walks in in that room so many times, they'll say, you're from the church. That's my church, North Valley Baptist Church. You say, well, they're in, see, see the bus bridge? Yeah, they're in Juvia Hall. Yeah, but they still know North Valley Baptist Church. And many of them got, got to become saved as a result of riding the bus to Sunday school. I want you to know today there's something that needs to be conquered in your life. Maybe you're always upset with everybody. I'm careful, I know my wife is watching right now, but she, she knows, she knows how much I love that lady. And to see her suffering just breaks my heart. It hurts me so much. And many of you in this room know what that's like. And beyond that, I don't, want to, I don't want this part of my journey to be where uh, I'm Mr. Negative and, and Mr. Uh, impatient and Mr. This, and she's always apologizing. I'm sorry you have to. Uh, it's an honor. Whatever your journey in life is today, you ought to count it in joy when God, whatever God's doing in your life, no mistakes with God. No owls with God. No, I forgot to take care of Jack today or Cindy today. No, God's in control of everything. What is it that needs to be conquered today? We all face giants. I want you to see in the book of Nehemiah, perhaps it's some sin in your life. Perhaps it's the lack of tithing in your life. We're told that 43% of what we do on a daily basis is simply out of habit. Well, then make it your habit to read the Bible. Make it your habit to confess your sins. We have a habit, our marriage, we pray together at night. But I must tell you, it, it, it's not revival like you would think. Oh, pastor, he must be praying. Sometimes, and I'm so ashamed to tell you this, I get so tired like you do. Sometimes my wife starts, she starts laughing and she'll say, you're falling asleep. Sometimes, Pastor, I fall asleep, and I, I, I'm so ashamed of myself. But I'm glad that habits in our life. It's just a habit. You say, well, Christian life ought to be more than a habit. Well, start with a habit. And go from there. Hopefully, it's the heart, not just a habit. But it's a habit in our life. Just like you get up and we brush our teeth, that's a habit. We clean up, that's a habit. We go to work on time, that's a habit. We eat food, that's a habit. Some have a real good habit there, but nonetheless, I want you to see Nehemiah had a giant. 
He has such an overwhelming love for his city. I think of that message you preached a few years ago at Pastors Conference. I love this city. I just love Santa Clara. I grieve what I see happening in our city, the liberalism. It wasn't like this 47 years ago. It wasn't like it is right now, Miss Mayor and City Council. It's, not, it's, 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 it's different today. I mean, I can recall, I'm getting off the session, but I'm just thinking about it right now, so I might as well tell you, I'm thinking about the day we were adding a huge new platform in the old building over there, really enlarging it, and big structure came in, and city inspector stopped by, and they'd stop by regularly, and I said, hey, I said, Jim, would you like to have coffee? And he said, I got a picture. I later had his funeral, had a picture with him. He never asked me. I never thought about it. Do you have a permit? Well, it was a big project. You didn't need permits for a lot of this stuff. We were just building a building in 1984, I think it was, 85. We were just building a big old, and, and he sat there having coffee with me and walked out, and it was no big deal. I'm all for permits, but my goodness, hey, city council, are you listening? Why don't you let us back in the building to try to get a permit? I mean, COVID's over. We'll still get it. We still get colds. Still get coughs. Still get the flu. You say, well, you say, well, Mr. Biden said in May there's not going to be an office called COVID anymore. And I mean, you can trust him. He's been in all 54 states. You'll be okay. If you think nowadays, let me thank, thank you, Lord. If you think nowadays that's what America is about, a president like that, you are sadly mistaken. And when we had to try to pass a bill this week for parental rights, not to, to, to guide the curriculum, but just to know what your kids are talking about, what we're being taught, and every single Democrat voted against it, friend, that whole crowd's got to go. And you five Republicans that voted with them. Parents ought to know what their kids are learning. I'm going to get to where I'm going. But I've been pent up this week, I'll tell you that right now. I'm telling you, friend, that's not America. This man, I have a love for this city. I have a love for this country. It's part of my tenfold purpose of living every single day is America. Is that missionary back here, our, our co-laborers that are around the world. It's the co-laborers, the preachers that are here. That's why your name undoubtedly is on my prayer list. God's people, my, the, the, you, you, it's, it's Christ and my companion and, and our children and our grandchildren and our, this church and this city and this college and, and all the, it goes on. I'm just saying today, I'm, I'm all for this city. Nehemiah's heart was broken when he found out the condition of a city. What did he do? Notice in verse 1, the first thing, he was just quiet. He was just quiet. He stood still. In the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, and it came to pass in the month of Cheslu. That's December. Whoever's listening, please stop. That's the month of December. That's Cheslu. 
You know, my last name, Treber, means driver, pusher. <laughs> That's a good name for me. I'm not a sitter. I don't like to sit. I'm not a sitter stiller type man. But isn't that amazing? God wants us to be still. God wants to deal with us when we're still. Not flapping our jaws and not writing on the internet and Facebook about everything in the world. And I know it all about everything. God said, Jack, I want you to be still. So it's the month of December. But look at chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan. That's April. And in chapter 1, he is going to be still from December to April. I, I guarantee it, God's gathered us together here this morning because some need this thought right here. Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I'm God. Just slow down, son. Listen. Be still and listen to my voice amidst the clamoring sounds of life and all that. Stand still and realize that God is God. It's such a wonderful joy to be saved. It's a wonderful joy in the night hours when God awakens me so often. And I go downstairs and just be still. Or go into my office at home and just be still. And just be quiet before God. Sometimes I just sit. Sometimes I read my Bible. Sometimes I pray. Sometimes I'll listen to KNVBC, our radio. And Brother Moyer, it's just, oh, such an amazing thing how that God in those still nights when it's dark and when it's, and it's quiet, when God speaks to me and deals with me and convicts me and wants to guide me. I love the cemetery. I love going there and walking and stopping by the graves of your loved ones and just walking and speaking out loud. I, I a lot of times sing in the cemeteries around here. Just saying, no one, it doesn't, it's not, if I'm near someone that's grieving over, I won't go sing in their area. I, I just love to sing. I love to, we were on, we were on the levee. My grandkid says, Papa, show us, show us the salt flats. I said, the flats are closed right now. Can't get out to them. But we got up on the levee and we got to Tasman and, and it's flooded out below there. So we had to go down or cross the railroad tracks and that's where that accident took place. I love to get on that levee and the further you get out, there's no people. I love to go on those salt flats and I can sing like Joy Gain just sang. In fact, some of the seagulls, they started talking to me the other day. They said, you sound like Alvin Martinez. Well, he as well. Hey, we're son and son. Look at this. Stand, stand up here. Look at that. Father and son. I got bigger dots. You do have bigger dots. <laughs> oh, God just sealed my lips right now. That's wonderful. I, I must have the power of God on my life right now. I, I'm not good at standing still, but I've learned the joy of standing still. You ever get so busy that you don't have time for prayer? I'm so busy. 
I don't want to treat God that way. So the first thing he said, why don't you just be, be quiet, be still. P- perhaps you want to you talk, tell somebody off, just be still. Go to chapter 2, verse number 12. I came to Jerusalem, verse 11, and I, I arose in the night. And some few men that were with me, neither I told any man what God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Be still, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I want you to know this week, if you could be still a while, be quiet a while, God may just speak to you. God might just give you great grace in that area that needs to be conquered. Quickly, chapter 1, verse 4, I sat down, I prayed. In verse 5, he says, I beseech you, here's this prayer, O God, the great and terrible that keep the covenant in verse number six, hear, uh, let thine ear be attentive. Hear the prayer which I pray. And he prays in verse number 11, the prayer, and again the prayer, and the verse 11 again, the word prayer, pray. And he just prayed. Just keep on praying till light breaks through. The Lord will answer. He'll answer you. God keeps his promise. His word is true. Just keep on praying. We have a wonderful radio station. And for 31 years, I wanted a 15-minute broadcast. And we prayed and prayed, and for 31 years, it never happened. And 16 years ago, in one day, without really making calls or anything, not telling anybody, God gave us almost 100 stations in one day 16 years ago. I recall Brother Adam Rush, you're here today, and I recall I was talking to your dad on the phone. I said, I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know the name of the broadcast. And his wife, Debbie, said, Revival Time. I said, that's it. Send a great revival in my soul. That's what this, we're, we're revival radio. We're revival time. We're revival songs and hymns of revival. That book was out already. They said, it's on your book. Songs and hymns of revival. Now this one, songs and hymns of the heart. Do you pray? Our family is so fragmented now and geographical. They're everywhere. Southern California, Arizona, Florida. Today, I think, uh, New England. They're just everywhere. 14 grandkids. Oh, those kids, I don't know when I get to heaven, maybe it was Papa Nana's prayer that guided them that day, that prevented something in their life that day. When the Lord puts your grandkids on your heart, while you're driving your vehicle, pray, or if you're alone, just pray in that chair, get on your knees and pray, and agonize with God until God lets you go. Your children and your grandchildren are a huge attack of the devil. He's out to destroy your kids. He hates your kids. You know what a minority your kids, kids like your kids are nowadays? The devil has most of these young people in America and the world today. So he wants your kids. 
And sometimes you see your children, your grandchildren, perhaps you're like this this morning. Your grandkids or kids are away from God. You, you cannot get away from God. Your kids are going to come back home one day. As the prodigal son. He was to be still and he was to be quiet and secondly, he was to pray. And then verse number six, he said, we're going to make our confession. I confess, confess the sins of the children of Israel. We have dealt very corruptly against thee and not kept the commandments of the statutes. He includes himself, we have not done this. He said, I, 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 I need to be right, God. Again, it's just a little thing. You were praying, cleanse me. And that's what God had been dealing with my heart. You say, well, what kind of sins? I, I, I couldn't, I, I'm not trying to be proud because I know I'm just saying right there, there wasn't anything God that just said, cleanse your heart, Jack. Be right with me. I failed so much in my Christian life, but you deserve, you deserve a, a man that stands in this pulpit and hopefully by the grace of God in the palace and in the pulpit, they're the same. Your children deserve that. They, delete, they deserve a dad who's a man of God. Doesn't mean he's the pastor of the church or a deacon or it just, it, why can't you be a man of God, a woman of God? Your children deserve that. And all of a sudden, those children, they go to school, and then they graduate from school, and then they get married, and then they're gone. And we've had our children gone more than we had them. And it's hard to believe that that went so fast. Better love them while you have them. We're out of time. I want you to see number four, and I'll, I'll close. Go to chapter 2, verse 18. Verse 17 says, Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we're in, how that Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, let us, we're going to do this together, build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more reproached. And I told them of the good hand of my, of my God, which is good of the good hand, the hand of my God. The hand of my God. I wish one day I could preach without that clock, and I'm not a long-winded preacher, but I'd love to sing with you a little bit this morning. We won't. 421 says, There is an unseen hand to me that leads in ways I cannot see while passing through this world of woe. That hand still leads me as I go. I'm trusting to that unseen hand, an unseen hand, that hand that's Jesus led me all the way. Um, I'm holding to that unseen hand. Okay, you're like me. You fail, you fail, you fail. I, I, I'm going to do this. It, it's a good illustration. I've been terrible my entire life with exercise. I hate exercising. Why would you people go to a gym and pay money to destroy your body? I mean, look, look how buff I am without going to the gym. 
come up here afterwards, you can feel my muscle. They just sort of hang down here. I, I don't understand the gym. You don't understand the gym, do you? I do. You do? Stay away from it. Stay away from it, yeah. I, I, brother, I, I hate the, I, I would, I've never been to the gym one day in my life to exercise, and, I'm, but, and you'll be proud of me because I wanted to discipline myself. I said, okay, Lord, this year, I know it's nothing to you, 10 sit-ups a day. January 1st, Sunday, 10 sit-ups. That was a wonderful day. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm so, I'm so undisciplined with that. I just, it just bothers me. And then they say, okay, well, well, you know, do this. Do this. Just do this here. 35 times a day. Well, I got on that kick. I think that was about February 15th that day, Monday. Oh, my. Doctor said, okay, go to, a corner of a, go to a corner of a wall. Put your hand up here. And then turn your neck as far as you can. That wall, that does feel good. Then he says, put your hand in that corner and then this side. That lasted a day. <laughs> I, I'm not good at it. And maybe you're not good at reading your Bible every day. So as I give up on my exercise all the time, and I'm really, I try. I'm now preaching, I'm under conviction. I'm going to try again tomorrow morning and do all this stuff, you know. I'm not going to do the sit-ups. I, I, and I don't know how many times I've started and I've begun. I, but Poussin, you're good at this. Uh, I'm not good at it. Because all of us have an area. What do you have to conquer? I can conquer soda. I don't drink soda. I don't eat a lot, a lot of sweets. However, Mrs. Bridgman, keep making them. Out of character, I'll, I'll do it. And you people that make cookies, the toffee ones, Brother, Brother Manley and Miss Vance, I, I brought some home Wednesday night after church. And I ate, I said, I'm just going to have one. They're about this big. <laughs> and so I cut it in half, then I cut it in quarters. And discipline, I, I only ate a quarter. And then another quarter. <laughs> and then another one, and I ate another one before my wife saw it. Now she's listening, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Don't you find it hard to conquer what you need to conquer? I, I do. But I'm going to try it again. And maybe I can get a habit going. A, a, a doctor told me four years ago this October, I don't want you having salt. Well, I've not touched a salt shaker in four years now. Now, I must confess, I crave salt. So I'll get a potato chip, and I'll lick all the salt off of it, you know. <laughs> crazy, crazy how weak I am. What do you have to conquer today? If you look right here, please, what, 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 what needs to be conquered? Maybe you want to be a soul maybe you want to pass tracks. 
it's easier for me. I'm the pastor. People expect that of me. And it's easier because I just run into people all the time. I've passed a track to a guy this week who was, I know you. And the long story short, I had won his relatives to Christ 46 years ago. I think they're in church here today. I said, I know, I know them. Gave them the name. I know where they live. I've been in their home many times. They were my neighbors right around the corner for years. It's easy for, because it's almost like a game for me. It's, it's like, I'm going to hear somebody that came to our church. Some things are so hard for me to conquer. And I gave you the ones we could laugh about. We all have personal things we're not conquering. One, you know you need to get saved. But you say, I'm not going to get saved. I'm just embarrassed. Well, think about it, how it's going to be before the judgment seat of, yep. the, the judgment of Christ, the white throne, when God won't allow you into heaven because you've never been saved. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.